0: Hello and welcome, everyone. I am Maria Condi, visionary mentor and coach. You are listening to the Love Your Money podcast, a series where we empower women to improve their mindset, remove their blocks, and transform their relationship with money, all so they can live a life of abundance and freedom. So let me ask you a question today: When was the last time you worked really, really hard for something, and then did something really crazy or silly, or maybe not even show it up at all? and sabotaged all the good you had accomplished. If this is you, you have come to the right place. Today we are talking about self-sabotaging behaviors. All humans at some point or another experience self-sabotaging. For example, you may have spent a whole year paying down or paying off a credit card to only have an emergency that comes up and you don't have savings for it and you have to go back into debt and using your credit card to get yourself out. Or maybe after that year, you opt to go for another vacation using your credit card you just paid off, incurring more interest and starting back at square one again. These are just small ways that it can show up. Bigger examples include not owning or being responsible for your own finances, like not having house or life insurance. These can be very serious self sabotaging events if something goes really wrong. I've seen this happen twice in my life recently, close to home, um, we had a condo complex catch on fire and many of the tenants did not have house, uh, house insurance. And I've also seen it recently where um, a friend of mine lost a partner and there's no life insurance whatsoever. And she's left with no income and no way to look after herself. And she's on disability herself. So, you know, there's really nothing there for her. And, you know, think about that. Is that how you want to live your life? Everyone thinks that this won't happen to them, but it can. These behaviors limit our life and accomplishments. Our goal here at Flourishing Freedom is to build financially fit people that take responsibility for their own destiny. If you are here, you probably want a life of freedom, doing what you want and when you want. Self-sabotaging behaviors is not going to get you there. Let's take a deeper look today. Today we are going to explore three main reasons why we self-sabotage and three tips on how to break free from these behaviors. Let me tell you a little story about myself. I had, and I like to think that I won't ever do this again, some very significant ways I would sabotage myself. Over the past 30 years I have created many businesses, being part of various ventures and I'm always up for something new. The thing is though, That as soon as something starts going really well in my life, I head in the other direction. Yep, you heard it. About face and run. This was very evident in my early days in business, and still as recent as a few years ago. Today I have the mindset and courage to proceed forward, no matter how uncomfortable I may be, or how afraid I am. This also showed up for me um, this year, or not this year, but um, for my spending and my debting. This is going back 15 or 20 years ago now, and I would work really hard to pay down my debt just to go book a new holiday or give myself a new wardrobe. I have to say that traveling is part of probably my Achilles heel. Even up to last year, I could have been pretty tempted to incur debt to go on a holiday, right back to the beginning I would go. This cycle went on for years. I always made really good income, could always make my payments on my debt, so I became numb to the debt. This numbing seems to be very prevalent in today's time. Many people have debt and are very comfortable with it. Over the past 15 years, I have made significant progress in this area. In fact, I really dislike shopping now, and I've learned to save for items that I want, and have built significant retirement funds, and I have lots of insurance. So let's have a look at what self-sabotaging really is, in theory, sort of by dictionary definition. Self-sabotage can be described as a combination of negative thoughts, feelings, and self-defeating behaviors caused by low self-esteem and a lack of self-worth and confidence that create roadblocks on the path to success. When you consciously want something but subconsciously make sure you don't get it, your inner saboteur is at work. The behaviors are subtle, but by learning to recognize them, you can begin to overcome them. Let's get into the three main reasons why we sabotage ourselves. The first one is the most obvious to many, and that is fear. Fear is more often than not at the root of what holds us back for anything in life. This can be fear of the unknown, the unfamiliar, fear of failure, fear that we will have too much to lose, or that we will have to face pain or rejection, and it can also be fear of success. Many, many people are very fearful of success or having lots of money. The truth is, we are much more resilient than we think. That same inner voice that tells us we can't handle obstacles feeds our fears. But in reality, we experience both joy and pain. Life is full of joy and fear, and we need to experience all of it to enjoy a full, balanced life. To face our fears, we must consciously identify and actively ignore this voice. We'll get more on that later. The second reason that we commonly self-sabotage is to remain in a comfort zone. Many many people cannot handle change. For some, change is actually a fear. Two for one deal on this one. Fear and change. People get very complacent in what they are doing, how they are doing something, and never really want to change. For someone becoming an entrepreneur, this is a big hurdle to get over. Life changes daily, and you have to learn to ride with it. In order to live fully and grow and prosper, we have to live with and work effectively with change. The third reason we sabotage ourselves relates to our own view of ourselves, going back to our childhood, or at some point in our growing-up life, where where you told huh. that you weren't good at something, or that you couldn't do something. As we grow, we believe these things, especially for you young when you hear a lot of this. Even if they are not true, we still believe them. So when opportunity comes knocking, we often shy away without even trying. This was a very real situation for me. As a young person, I really struggled with dyslexia, and I used to tell myself all the time that you cannot write. For years, I believed this. Now, I do not let my mind believe it. Is writing easy for me? Not at all. Do I enjoy it? Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Having said that, I have done a significant amount of writing in the past decade, and have done it successfully. And I applied this to a recent situation in my life. Earlier this year, I was approached by another coach to co-author a book with six other coaches. Of course, I said sure, with no idea how this was going to happen. I got writing, and I realized how much writing I actually had to do. What, how many words that amounted to. I think it was 10,000 words we had to come up with. I had no concept of what that was until I started writing. Then I came upon this saying in my readings one day. This is by Richard Branson. If someone offers you an amazing opportunity, and you're not sure you can do it, say yes. Then learn how to do it later. And this really resonated with me. And so here I was sitting there with trying to figure out how to write this. I agreed to it. and So I said to myself, okay, let's figure it out. Keep your commitment and carry on. I did just that. I discovered that I could write copious amounts by dictating and having it translated. I love to speak. Might not like to write so much, but I love to speak. And I was in heaven. I found my path and our book should be published this fall. Stay tuned. So we have just touched on three reasons why we have self-sabotaging behaviors. Fear, comfort, our discomfort, our change, and our own beliefs about ourselves. Now let's take a look at the flip side of this and what we can actually do about it all. For me as a coach, the first thing I often default to is awareness from anything. Knowing when you are making a self-sovereign decision is a key. Being mindful. If you are afraid of something, take a bigger look at the situation. Is the fear real? Are you just too comfortable You will have to dig pretty deep to see what this is about. Often our fears are not even real, it is just our perception. Recognizing these thoughts and dealing with them on on the spot is a great beginning. With some good self-talk and encouragement from friends, family or a coach, you can overcome these fears. Living in your comfort zone and how we feel about yourself. Start small and build on those small successes. And yes, you will be successful. And if you're not at first, I do not believe there is any such thing as failure. There are only wins and lessons. And we need to learn from those lessons and not do them again. The second thing I find helpful is to have a very clear vision of what you want in your life. When I say clear, I mean really, really, really clear. If you have no vision, you will keep getting more of the same. Is this what you really want? I don't think so or you would not be listening to this podcast right now. Right now, for me, I have the most clear vision I've ever had in my life. The biggest goal I have ever set for myself, and it is keeping me on the straight and narrow path to success. I push myself through my limiting beliefs, and yes, I do have them every day. And some days worse than others. Some days it's very hard to put one front in front of the other, but I keep going. I keep my vision and keep moving. I don't let these limiting beliefs stop me. Take some time to really get clear on what you want your life to look like, how you want it to feel. Get down to it on a cellular level if you really want to be clear. Keep your vision in your mind daily to show the universe what you really want and then watch the doors open for you. When the doors open, don't be afraid and self-sabotage. Walk through confidently knowing this is what you want and the universe is delivering just as you asked. Lastly, I want to suggest having someone hold you accountable. I spoke about this in the last part, but this is, this is a, like someone, a friend who you feel confident or comfortable with, um, family or a coach that will see you through to the end. Someone who is not going to let you show up with excuse after excuse when you have a big dream. I believe in you. I believe that you can overcome the things that sabotage yourself with. I have developed a new program that is specifically for accountability which includes short laser sessions to keep you on track. It is an affordable signature coaching program specifically for those in debt, but it could be tailored for anyone really wanting to get focused on one specific goal. If you're interested, you can find more on my website at mariacondi.com and under the section of work with me. All the details are there. So I think for our session on self-sabotaging, I think we're going to wrap it up today. I'm so grateful that you have joined me today, and I wish you all the best on stopping your self-sabotaging habits. Like I say, for any changes you want to make, be patient with yourself and love yourself. If you make a mistake, don't give up. Use the lessons you learned and do better next time. Life is a journey, not a destination. Love and abundance, Maria.